is a message from one of our Sunday celebrations. And you can find out more about Jubilee by visiting our website at www.jubilee.org.uk. Um, knowing whether or not the voice you're hearing is God is, is a question that I've, I've often asked and, um, and, and it's, been such a, it's been such a wonderful journey and I'm so thankful <coughs> to have a journey from King's Church Portion to, to come and talk out of uh, not just something she's been prepping on for the last two weeks but I was, I was talking with Nikki about what Joe's like and basically <laughs> it, there's, there's, there's this moment um, there's this moment in the Bible or in, in, in Luke 6 that, that says out of, out of the heart the mouth speaks and, the, and, and the, this is uh, Joe is kind of full up with, 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 hearing, with hearing God and this is something that she's this, uh, that she's a, lead, a leader in her church and, and knowing well, and, and leading a prophetic community and, and the academy that you have in King's Church Horsham so we're thrilled to have you Jo Thank and you, we're Jim. looking forward to what you're going to bring to us can we welcome Jo yeah. much Tim is this can you hear me all right yeah. is this work is this working okay or is it have I not got it on or? Is it yeah. yeah that's perfect good uh, yeah well it's a great privilege for us to be with you it's fun we're enjoying it so uh, welcome to this seminar on um, just exploring the prophetic just a little bit and uh, I think a big question that we all ask is how do I know it's it's God? I think we spend a lot of our time thinking that, um, but there's a there's a learning process that goes on, isn't there, in learning to hear God and to grow in the prophetic gifting. So, if you do have that question in your mind, that's not a problem. That's part of the growing and learning process. So you're in a good place if you ask that question. I think, uh, I just want to reiterate just something that Andy was saying just now. Uh, when he was speaking it, I'm thinking, oh wow, I want to say that too. And I guess it might therefore be something that God really wants to uh, say to us today. There are certain foundational things, I think, that we need to have laid in our lives before we even begin to step out and, and start to, to hear God and to release those words And one of the most important things, I think, is knowing who we really are. Just recently, um, I heard Chris Vallotton say, if we truly knew who we were, we could change the world. And when he said that, it's challenged me, it went right into my heart, and it stayed with me since that day. And I've realised that one of the greatest hindrances to us moving supernaturally is we don't truly know who we are. We kind of have this knowing that God is all-powerful and he's amazing and he can do everything, but somehow we still end up living like we're on our own sometimes, don't we? And we're kind of trying to make this Christian life work and we end up living like paupers and orphans instead of sons and daughters, like Andy was talking to us this morning. Um, We end up believing lies, and uh, we don't even think we can hear God's voice. 
And we allow some of those lies to really dominate the way we think and the way that affects the way we act. And we stay paralysed by these lies sometimes. And we, I don't know, probably, certainly gone through my mind often as things like, oh, I don't, I don't really know when I can hear God. I know that guy over there can, but I don't know whether I can. Or I used to hear God. In years gone by, I used to hear God, but I don't really think I do anymore, or I'm not sure. And it's, everybody else can do it. You know, you're sat there, you're looking around, even today, and you're thinking, it's okay for everybody else, they just hear this audible voice. And you know those people who seem to hear God all the time? Every time you hear them, you go, oh, I don't, that doesn't happen for me, not like that. And then you're like, you might be one of these people that's I try so hard. It's like, God, please speak to me. Right, I'm going to sit, sit until I hear the voice of God. <coughs> Nothing. Yeah. Okay, one more time. Nothing. And we end up thinking, oh, it's okay for them, but it's not okay for me. And then there's, oh, I'm really scared. I might get it wrong. Yeah. That's there's that lie that goes, you know, if I step out, it's bound to be wrong. If I say something, I've heard, you hear the people that prophesy and they seem to get it accurate, 100%. And you think, oh, I tried that, I'll probably be totally off the wall and feel so embarrassed. And I think that these things that can really hamper us in even the little impressions that we get and even working with those, we can just live under a lie that stops us feeling that we can hear God. I mean, there are people who, you know, you know them, don't you? Every thought they have, they think it's from God. They're at the opposite extreme to most of us. And they're just as annoying. Because, to be honest, every thought they have is not from God. Yeah. So, wherever you are on the spectrum, it doesn't matter, actually. Because every single one of you, I want to say over you today, you can hear God. Yes. So we need to bust some of these lies, don't we, when we're listening to God and thinking about stepping out prophetically. And the first, the first lie, the first, I want to bust them with truth. And the first truth that I want to give you right now is to say you are created for greatness and God lives on the inside of you. So every single person in the room today, you are created for greatness. God lives on the inside of you. Every one of you. Let's look at um, some verses in Romans that just reiterate what Andy was saying. (coughs) Romans 8, verses 14 to 17. For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, these are the sons of God. That means you, because you're led by the Spirit, so you're a son of God, or a daughter. Okay? You did not receive the spirit of bondage again to fear, or to believe lies. So you've got the Holy Spirit on the inside of you. You received the spirit of adoption, by whom we cry out, Abba, Papa, Daddy, Father. So on the inside of you, you've got the spirit of adoption, which actually means the spirit of sonship that Andy was talking to us about this morning. You are a son. You've got the spirit of sonship on the inside of you. So that makes you a son or a daughter. You haven't got to try to become that. So the spirit himself bears witness with our spirit that we are children of God. And if we are children, then we are heirs Heirs of God and joint heirs with Christ. So it's good news. 
The Holy Spirit's on the inside of you, is bearing witness, letting you know right now, loud and clear, you are a son or a daughter of God. And there's greatness on, in, on the inside of every one of you. And I think one of the biggest keys to us stepping out in anything supernaturally, whether it's the prophetic or praying for the sick or whatever it is, we need to know who we belong to. We belong to our Father God. I'm his favourite. But it's not just me that's his favourite. You're his favourite. You're a favoured son. You are a favoured daughter. I know some of us have suffered bad experiences from our earthly fathers. And so sometimes that leaves us with problems in relating to Father God. But actually there's nothing that can stop you from from being great there's nothing on the inside of you because you carry the spirit the holy spirit of sonship on the inside of you so i want you to do something i just want you to declare over your own life right now i am a son of god or i am a daughter of god so i'll say one two three and then you speak it out over your own life ready one two three i am a daughter of god Right, and just speak it over the person next to you. You are a son of God. So it's good news. It's good news all round. So when you know who your father is, who you belong to, when you know that you're a son, you know um, that will give you fresh freedom, fresh confidence, and courage to do the things you never thought you'd be able to do. So when it comes to stepping into the prophetic... You just say to yourself, well, I'm a son or a daughter. And you were created, this is the next truth, you have been created to know God intimately. It's who you are. You haven't got to suddenly become something different to hear God. He made you like that. God communicating with you and you with him is how it's supposed to be. It isn't like the rest of the the Christian world can hear God and you can't. You belong. You belong. So you were made, you were wired on the inside to know God intimately, absolutely every single one of you. So that's the second truth. When the enemy comes knocking on your door saying, you can't hear God. And you're like, yes I can because I've been created to hear God. I've been created. You tell the enemy to go packing. I've been created. You have been created to know God intimately. So the good news is you can hear him. So you can hear his voice because you're his son. You're his daughter. It would be really weird, wouldn't it, if, you know, our children, I mean, I know they look like they don't listen to us sometimes, but actually they know our voices, don't they? Yeah. They know our voices. If we call them, they know it's us. And that's the same with God. He communicates with you and you can hear his voice. It's like Jesus said that. If you, if you want to look up in scripture, Jesus says it loud and clear in John 10, doesn't he? He talks about the sheep and the shepherd. He says um, his sheep follow him because they know his voice. So, like, he says, I am the good shepherd, you are the sheep. You can't argue with that. He's the shepherd, we're the sheep, so we can know his voice. I am the good shepherd and I know and recognize my own and my own know and recognize me. So when that (coughs) lie comes knocking on the door, you say, no, but I, I can, I'm a sheep, so I can know the shepherd's voice. 
How do you get to know how somebody else thinks and feels? How do you get close to someone? How do you get to know your friend better or your spouse better or whoever? It's by spending quality time, isn't it? You're close to people and you give them your contact. You you give them eye contact. You give them your time. You give them quality time in your life, in your day, when you will listen to them and they will listen to you only. And that's how you get to know. You, you know, husbands and wives, we finish each other's sentences. At least I do to my husband regularly, don't I? He's always telling me. Um, but it's like we just know what they're thinking sometimes. And you know what your friend is thinking, don't you? You know if your friend comes over and they're like, you're like, what's up with you? And it's the same, you know, we can learn how God is thinking and feeling. That's a strange thought, but we can. We can, we can actually become so close to him that we can discern that it's his voice and you know prophecy simply starts in those quiet moments when you're taking time with God when you're just taking time out to pray taking time out to read scripture taking time out just to be in the presence of God and worship that's where prophecy starts. It's, we make it so complicated. Like we've got to get a nation-changing word and we kind of, oh, just, oh, I've got to hear God. And actually it, it starts in that relaxed, quiet place, you and him, him and you, in that favorite place or that favorite chair where you just like to go and sit and be with God. It's in that intimate place where prophecy starts. Because you can just say, Father, how are you feeling about that person I'm praying for? How do you feel about my workmate who's really struggling? How, how, can, how do you feel about my neighbour next door? How do you see my neighbour next door? I'm finding them really difficult at the moment. How do you see them, God? Yeah. And you know, God might drop a word of encouragement in, or t- show you to do something. To bless a work colleague. He might give you a word of knowledge about some way, you know, maybe somebody's been a bit grumpy recently. God might give you a real word of knowledge about the fact that they've got a really painful leg or hip or back. And you might just say to them, you know, how are you doing? And they might say, oh, well, I've had a really bad back recently. And you thought, oh, God, you told me that. I need to ask if I can pray because you want to do something. And it's really important that because... That's how God works. He wants to talk to us like that. He wants to tell us what his heart is for people. The people that live around us. The people we work with. The people in our church. The people in our street. The people in in the next street. Or those people that we relate to. And it's in that, that secret place that prophecy starts to get revealed. And God gives us a kingdom perspective for the people we're praying for. It can be an individual. It might be a family down the road. It might be a, a work colleague. It might even be your boss. God might give you a prayer over a nation that he wants you to pray. It can be whatever. Whatever's on his heart at that moment. I remember a few years ago now, I just um, was... <coughs> got to know my hairdresser really well and uh, she was really on a journey and I just started asking God what's your heart for this young girl she was about 19, 20 she was a, I could tell the way, by the way she was she, there was such a yearning for reality and truth on the inside of her and I went away between the times of seeing her and, and I, I just asked God I was like how do you feel about her 
And he started to show me stuff about her. About her life and the things that she longed for. And the things that she... she the longings that she had in her own heart. And the longings actually I discovered later on to know God. Now I was only part of the journey and I don't, she's moved on now so I don't know what's happened. But I actually trust God that more has happened. We, I ended up writing out what I felt God was saying in a very unreligious way. Because when you're talking to people who aren't Christians, we need to say things that people are going to understand. And God will show us in language that people understand. And I began, as she was sorting my hair out, I began to say to her, well, I've been praying for you and, and there's a few things that... I believe God started to say, and I just wondered whether you'd like to know. And she stopped, and she's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> and she stopped doing everything. And it was like this bubble went round us. And it, it was amazing, because nobody else in the salon seemed to be aware of what was going on. And she didn't do a thing. She just stood there like this, whilst I spoke it out. And then she, her eyes got bigger and bigger, and she said, that's me. That's what I want. Oh, wow, like this. And I've written it down. I wrote it down in a card for her and left it at the salon. And she, she thanked me for it, so I knew she'd got it. And it's just simple things like that, you know. God wants to give that to you. Not, not just for your hairdresser, but for anybody. Anybody around your life, God can do it. So the Holy Spirit wants to give us insight, words of knowledge, words of encouragement. You can just bounce up to someone and just be encouraging to them to start with wherever and and they'll just be blessed by the fact that you've encouraged them the other day I was talking to someone in the care home where my mum is living now and this guy is really really good with people he is an expert with these elderly people the amount of compassion and joy that's over him is and I just was walking up the stairs with him and I said oh have you had a really busy day and he said oh yeah never 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 a dull moment here and I said I just want to say thank you because you're really cheerful you're great with these people and he said yeah but that's my job and then I looked him in the eye and I said Ryan you are specially good at doing this you've got a real gift of people and he goes oh thanks and then when I was sat with my mum he gave me an extra cup of tea <laughs> so you know it's, it's, always, it's always good to remember that a simple thing like that and he always I mean he says hello to everybody but you know I, I think probably there's more that, that God wants to say into his life actually but it's, it's like simple things like that it changes a, a way that the person feels about themselves anyway rushing on looking at the time Ah, this is something I want to do right now. If everybody could stand up. Sorry, I'm going to make a move. And just, um, as long as the person next to you doesn't mind, just lay your hand on them. Right now. And I just want you, out loud, don't be frightened of doing this, just out loud to pray over them, right now to receive prophetic insight over um, for a work colleague or for a neighbour or a word of encouragement just a release of something even at this moment you might hear something it doesn't matter if you don't right now I just want to release over you so go for it, just pray over that person for a, a minute just thank you Father just 
the prophetic words of encouragement that you're bringing to life, your word on the inside of us. You're dropping into our lives seeds of revelation that will come into fruition in these coming days and weeks. And thank you right now for seeds of the prophetic all over this room, uh, falling into the lives of these precious people. Words of encouragement, words of knowledge, just come. Words of knowledge, be birthed on the inside of these people. Words of encouragement, words of insight to be birthed on the inside of everybody in this room. Great. If you can sit down, sit down. Um, So go away, not right this second, but um, when you go away, um, go away and expect God to bring that seed to fruition. Be intentional when you're with God to say, Lord, what was it that you dropped? What was in those seeds that you dropped into me that day? What's that word of encouragement for that friend of mine? What's that word of knowledge for my work colleague? Just We have to be really intentional. Sometimes I think we just kind of, Oh God! And we're just expected to happen, don't we? And it's like we have to be very intentional. It's okay to ask God for these things. And not just to expect them to fall from the sky all the time. Without a bit of intention and, and focus. So the next truth, um, you are unique. You know that, don't you? You are unique. And God will communicate with you in a, in a unique way. Yeah. That's really exciting too. Because God created you to know him and to be able to communicate with him and him to communicate with you. And he created you to be able to hear his voice. So he knows how to get your attention. Sometimes I think God, we think God's so far away, he doesn't know how to get my attention. He doesn't know me. I'm just little Joe in the corner here. Um, but actually, that's not the truth. Father knows how to get your attention. Just as your earthly mother or father or friend or whatever in the past knew exactly how to get your attention. God knows that. And he knows he'll do that in a gentle way. Or he might wake you up in the middle of the night and ask you to pray for someone. Which you're like, oh, what is that? But it, God knows how to get your attention. And he'll do that in so many ways. And we need to um, not doubt that what we're hearing isn't okay. Don't, don't doubt what you're hearing. Don't doubt it and think, oh, I don't hear like that amazing person who came. I don't hear like them. That's okay. You're not you're not created to hear like me or or um, the person next to you. You're created to hear God like you, and He knows full well how to communicate with you, and He'll do that in a loving, intimate way. So it's really exciting. It's really exciting. Get happy because it's really exciting. I love that because it's like I don't have to compare myself with someone else. I think we all struggle with that, don't we? We think, oh, you know. I'm not like them. And it's real poison. It paralyzes us. It so paralyzes. Competition and comparison. It just paralyzes the body of Christ and the world. And it's like, no, that's not okay. You are unique. You can hear God in a unique way. So you might be a seer. You might be a hearer. You might be a feeler. Or you might just be a knower. Or something else. 
It doesn't matter. You know, seeing, I don't know if you've heard about prophets being called seers, it means they literally see. They see with the natural eye or they see with the eye of the spirit. And um, God speaks to them through seeing. So that can be as simple sometimes as seeing through the natural world. It can be, um, sometimes God will speak to you in pictures. God will speak to you like, um, through the eye of the Spirit. You'll just get a sense of, um, you might, like in your, in your head really, but with spiritual eyes, you might have a, a sort of a thing like a movie clip moving in your head. And that's, that, that's a bit like a vision, isn't it? In, inside your head rather externally. I mean, people do get, I don't know if anybody here does, um, but there, very clearly people get, like the world seems to open up and a screen seems to come down and people actually see externally visions like a moving film and God's showing them um, supernaturally a vision. But seeing can be as simple as, as seeing a picture to begin with in your mind that God is showing you and it can be fleeting. So sometimes you need to actually kind of spiritually grab onto it and say... God, show me that again. And I'll start asking God questions about it. But um, there may be God will speak to you through the everyday. You might see a poster. It may be as simple as that. You might actually be watching a film, a normal film, and God will speak to you through a film. Has anybody had that happen? Mm. Yeah. It's, it's like God will... I, I find that quite often. Yeah. And I love it. Because it's not complicated. It's just I love films and I love people and I love stories about people. And God just t- speaks to me through those things. Yeah. And um, some people, you know, they see angels with their natural eye. They, they can see angels or they know the presence of angels in the room. Some of you may move in that. Some people have amazing experiences where they see into heaven. And they can be real dreamers. And visionaries. These kinds of you know, these kinds of things can happen on all sorts of levels for us. But if you're just stepping out in this, don't worry about the great big visions and, and things like that. They they may come. But just ask God to show you things. If you're a very visual person, you can be sure, if you learn very visually, you can be sure that God will start to to show you things that you see. Watch out for things in nature, watch out for things in everyday life where God may be speaking to you. You may hear God in all sorts of different ways, not just in one way. Remember that, that you're not limited to one. If you're a hearer, you'll kind of hear what the Spirit's saying. You won't always hear an audible voice. If you get an audible voice, you know, oh my goodness, there's probably a big challenge coming in my life. In Scripture, when you have the examples like with Samuel um, and when you get angelic visitations like Mary had and all those kinds of examples boy did they have challenges again they needed to know that they'd heard the audible voice of God but I don't want to say that you won't because it's possible to hear the audible voice of God but if you're a hearer you also will kind of hear with the ears of the spirit you will just know that you've heard something from God I don't know whether any of you operate like that but you just know inside you're like whoa that's from God and you'll grow in that. I'll talk about this, that in a minute, the growing in it. Um, yeah, you just actually feel like you're hearing something, even though you haven't heard an audible voice. You'll just get a sense. Even when you're reading scripture or something, something will just come very alive to you. And it's like, oh, God's just spoken that to me. 
And I think some people use that. They say, oh, God told me, God told me, God told me. As if they've heard a great big audible voice. Usually, if it, it, that's not God speaking to them all the time in an audible voice like that. It's usually when he is really um, releasing you into something or there's a, he's calling you to do something. And I don't want to limit it at all because I, if God wants to speak to you with an audible voice, bring it on. Bring it on, Lord. Let us hear the audible voice of God. But I also want to encourage you that you can hear the still, small voice of God. And, you know, again, when you're just spending time God will just drop something into your mind, into your heart, and into your spirit, and you'll go, oh, that was God. And you can start like that with scripture. Wow, that was God. Um, you may be a feeler. Lots of prophetic people are feelers, aren't they? They feel atmospheres. They feel emotions. They feel people's pain. They feel disappointment around a person. They feel joy. They feel sadness. They walk into an, a room or they walk into an area in a town or a city and they feel the atmosphere. Many of us operate like that. Sometimes you can just feel like crying and you know that you're not sad. You know you're fine. And you're like, God, oh, what's that? There's somebody around here who's really broken. God, what do you want me to do? And you'll, you, you may see that person and go, <gasps> There's something all over that person. They're really sad. They're really disappointed. And God may give you a word that you can go and give them or just go alongside them and encourage them. It's really important to know that God can speak to you through your senses. And, you know, some of us get, like, um, tingling in our hands, don't we? If God wants us to pray over somebody or warmth in in part of our body, if God's speaking to you, you might get a pain in a part of your body as well when you need to go and give a word of knowledge. It's not you that's got the pain. God's just showing you through that pain to go and give that word of knowledge because he wants to heal somebody else. So there's all sorts of physical ways that, that God and emotional ways that God speaks to us too. You might get... Um, a smell or a taste sometimes when the presence of God comes people get like a sweet taste in their mouth or if there's a bad atmosphere somewhere there's like a demonic thing going on sometimes people pick up a a horrible smell and they know to pray and to intercede at that moment and there's all sorts of creative ways incredibly creative ways that that God wants to, to communicate with us and there's knowing, isn't there? There's intuition, there's um, instinct, just a gut sense that God shows you, that you know. I can remember years ago being with a friend of mine and God actually showed me something about their life that was really, at that point, off. It was out of alignment with God. I couldn't do anything with it at that point. I knew that God was telling me, no, don't do anything about it, just pray for this situation. And eventually, without me doing anything, this person came to me and and just poured it all out one day. And I had been really praying for her, and God had spoken to me. So when you get something like that, you don't always go and spill it over someone. You don't go and spill their guts all over them. You actually take it away and pray. But I just knew, but I knew, but I knew that something wasn't right. But the Holy Spirit also said to me, "Uh -uh, don't do anything with it, just go away and pray, 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 pray. So that's important to know that as well. Um, God speaks through the, the, the word of God, through the Bible, doesn't he? If, if you want to know how to, to learn how to hear the voice of God more, get into the word of God. Don't neglect the word of God. It's really important. 
you can hear a still small voice like we've said you can see God in pictures or see a word or something in a picture or like we've said in your senses or in your emotions you can feel fear can't you sometimes and it's not you that's afraid it's like God wants you to actually bring something of encouragement and help to somebody else so as we said you can hear audible voices visions dreams angelic visitations all these really exciting things but God you are unique and any one of those things God knows how to communicate with you in a unique way and I just want to pray over you right now if you could just stand up again sorry to let you do this I think it's just good to move isn't it if you just um, just put your hands out to God right now I just want to pray over you just a release of of that um, creative way that God wants to speak to you in this room today there are seers there are seers who, who see and I just want to release that over you I just want to release an increase of anointing over you right now those of you that are seers and uh, those of you who haven't been just say Holy Spirit of God just come across the room right now and just release Open people's spiritual eyes. Open spiritual eyes. Open eyes to see you. To see what you're saying. To see what you're uh, speaking, Lord God. I say where there's been veils over people's eyes and they haven't been able to see. Just say right now, Holy Spirit, will you come? Will you move across this room? Opening eyes. And say eyes, spiritual eyes. Right now, eyes of your heart be open to see and discern what God is saying. And to know that it comes from the Father. And I pray over ears, spiritual ears right now that have been dull. Those ears that once you heard God, once you knew that you heard God clearly. I speak to those ears right now and say, be unstopped. Hear the voice of God. I pray a release of being able to hear God clearly. And be able to hear and pick up the whisper, the still small voice. And just release that over the room, over people's ears, over their spiritual ears. Hear the voice of God. Know the voice of God. Know Him speaking to you. And where you've been afraid, where you've shut down to Him. Ears be opened. Ears be unstopped in the name of Jesus. And I pray over feelers. Those people who feel the presence of God. They feel atmospheres. They feel people's pain. Lord God, I pray that you would... Holy Spirit, I pray that you would just uh, intensify this gift in this room. Just intensify it. Holy Spirit, come right now across the room. Opening people up in different ways to be able to hear you, to see you, to feel you, and to know. To know. Lord, I pray for a release of words of knowledge over this room. That that you will take each person beyond where they've been. That they will come into a season of of dreaming dreams, of seeing visions, of knowing the voice of God. Lord, will you break off fear right now in Jesus' name? Will you break off fear? Will you break off a dullness? Where there's been dullness right now, Holy Spirit, will you sharpen the senses? Sharpen the senses. Sharpen the senses right now in Jesus' name. And that uniqueness, I pray for everybody here that they would know right now that they're unique, 
They're created to hear God and to know God intimately. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Because some of you are going to come into a new way of hearing and knowing God. When you go away from here, you're going to start to hear God in new ways. Just reach out for that and expect that. Just allow God to stir that within you. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Cause us to break out, that we'd start to step out of where we've been. Just believe God is breaking some of you out of boxes of what the prophetic has meant to you. It's like the the sides of the boxes are coming down. You've operated in very limited um, ways. You've operated in like in a small box. You've stepped out a few times. You hear God. But it's like today, God's punching the walls down of those boxes, the sides down of those boxes. And he said, your arena today is growing. Your area of influence is growing. Look out for new places. Look out for new people. Look out for new ways of hearing me. Start writing down. We need to, uh, I just feel like God's saying that he wants us to take seriously what we hear from him. Even if it's one word or one picture or one scripture, he's saying don't treat that lightly. Write it down in your journal. Pray over it. Because one word you get can become a long, longer word for somebody. It can develop and it can grow. It doesn't always come at, at the, the, that moment. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Can I just keep going? Um, Okay. Sit down again quickly because I've got to move. I've just got to move really fast. So, um, through this bit. Taking a risk and getting it wrong is not a failure. That's another truth that I want you to take on board today. Taking a risk and getting it wrong is not a failure. You're free to practice. You know, we create environments, don't we, where we critically analyse prophetic words. We expect prophecy and prophetic people to be 100% accurate. I don't know why, but many people think that budding prophetic people don't need to learn. They don't need to learn skills. But they do. It's okay. It's really, really okay to practice. It really is. And we need to provide safe places for people to learn and to practice and realize that we're all on a journey. We haven't got it sussed. We're all learning. We're all practicing. We're all making a way to know God's voice better and to learn how to know God's voice um, better. You know, if somebody steps out and they get it wrong... If you celebrate with them that they took a risk and stepped out, they'll try again. But if you shout them down, I guess they'll never try again. They'll probably run away and hide. So that's one of the reasons why at home we have um, a prophetic academy. And uh, just got some flyers here. I know it's all the way down in Horsham, but we just bought them anyway, just in case you might be interested. We have an academy that runs from um, throughout the year, once a month, on a Saturday. Um to give people a safe place to come and practice. Because we, we, we were given a safe place to practice, and we know how important that is. And we need to give each other a safe place to practice. So if you want one of these flyers, come and grab one at the end. 
Um, and you can look on our website. I won't spend time talking about that now because we're running out of time. You know, uh, I don't know if any of you have read Translating God by Sean Bolts. I would thoroughly recommend that book. I was going to read you a little bit, but I'll just tell you the story in it in, um, in a small way because it's, it might take too long. But basically, he is 100% for practicing because that's what happened for him. Even as a child, his mum would encourage him to practice because she could see that he just knew things. And he had words of knowledge and stuff. But he is so helpful in his book because he explains how they practiced. And it's really funny because whenever the church, if they were going to church or going on a journey together, they'd all get in a minibus together and um, they would practice. So they would think of a family member while they were on the bus that nobody else knew and then the other members in the minibus had to get get um, clues um, had to listen to God and try and get clues about this family member or this friend and he said it was a bit like 20 questions is it a man? is it a woman? have they got blue hair, blue eyes? have they got blonde hair? Are they, have they got this? And, and it was like, you know, you might think that's crazy you can't do that with the prophetic but yes you can, yeah. you can practice you can play games with it a bit not as in dishonouring God speaking to you but to step out in accurate words of knowledge he said he grew up and over a period of 20 years that's how they that's how they operated together they practiced on people and he said that's why I don't know if you've seen him operate but that's why now he moves in incredible accuracy I mean he will get uh, people's, people he's never met before he will get details about their families about um, their destiny and it's incredible stuff So, but it actually feels like because he talks about getting it wrong and how many times he got it wrong it's a really encouraging book to read So, and it's easy, it's a fantastic book to read for anybody stepping out in the prophetic it's, it kind of feels like oh I could do that, I could have a go instead of feeling oh this is a mighty prophet I could never get anywhere near what he's doing he just says no come on the Holy Spirit is activating something in these days and we all need to get on board so it's absolutely okay to practice we need to weigh and test prophecy obviously but um, it's absolutely okay to practice now um, if there's anybody here who feels a bit like I've um, I've tried and I've stepped out a few times and I've got it wrong. Just be assured today that God is coming to you. The Holy Spirit is saying to you today, you you're unique, you know. You're unique. And that trying, the father goes, Yeah, that was my boy, that's my girl. They tried. Okay, they got it wrong, but the father's celebrating over you today. And it, he says over you today, those situations, they were not a failure. So just receive that. Really don't be afraid to practice. You know, you might have a small group that you belong to in your church. That's a great place to start. Start practicing there before you start launching on the whole church, perhaps. Just, you know, you might need a bit of help. But just encourage your small group. That's a great place, really great place to learn. So... That's one way to know the voice of God better, is, is I want to release you all to be able to practice. That's really, really good. And our time is running out, and I will just rush through these. Um, I think 
one of the things that when you're bringing a word from God um, one of the scriptures in 1 Corinthians 14 says the one who prophesies strengthens, encourages, comforts and edifies the church and I just had a little um, think about that and I came up with this when you prophesy, when you bring something to somebody the most important thing is that they are encouraged and they go away feeling loved if you bring something, you know, we are, we need to think when we have a word of prophecy, does it reflect God's nature and his character? Is it motivated by love for the person? Is it God's heart coming across in it? Watch that your opinions and your frustrations don't come across in a word. So easy. Don't use prophecy to tell people what you think they need to do. That's really... If, just watch that. Watch that your prophecy don't, doesn't get coloured by your opinion. Just take it back to God and say, I really feel you want to say something to this person, but just, just make sure and measure that it has um, love motivating it, that it's encouraging, that it's building. People receive so much more when it comes to a loving, humble heart. And prophecy always speaks to the treasure on on the inside of people. It speaks to the greatness on the inside of someone. Chris Valentin again says, Our mission is to find the gold in the dirt of people's lives. That's what he's calling us to do. So when God speaks, that's what it does. If the word you've got doesn't do that, then it might not be God. If it's it's God, then it's going to find treasure in people. And it's not going to highlight their sin and faults at the top of the list. If it's God, it's going to connect people to him. If it's God, it's going to express how he sees them. If it's God, it will stir and motivate people. Again, Sean Boltz, just to finish, says, um, Revelation empowers you to see everyone around you as a winner and as worthy. Those are some of the ways that you know it's God. It's going to encourage. It's going to find the treasure. It's going to release hope and life. And it's going to stir people to want, want to know God more. Yeah. It's going to encourage people to want to know God more. It's going to reveal who someone really is. If it finds gold, you know, if someone gives you a prophetic word and it reveals on the inside of you who you really are, you don't all feel good about yourself, do you? Yeah. And that's what prophecy should, should do. So you can, you can kind of weigh and test some of this for yourself. Just two little things to to land this. Always test prophetic words with scripture. So if you've got something and it goes against biblical principles, which I think is unlikely, but if it, the person will know. So just use scripture. Stick in biblical kind of principles. Don't tell people to do things that you know are completely outside of, of what scripture is teaching us. We value prophecy so highly, but we won't put it above scripture. And um, if you're really not sure, you've got a word, and you're really, really not sure whether it's from God for someone, talk to a leader or a mentor. You can go and chat with someone or a small group leader. If something's directional or correctional for someone, or even um, a warning, because God does speak like that, don't go and shoot that over somebody without talking to someone else. Just go and chat, chat it through because that leader might know an awful lot more about the person than you do. And they might say, mm, that would be really great if you bought that. But would you mind if I was with you? Yeah, good. 
It's just important things like that that we need to remember. So I hope that's helped a bit in um, in moving you on in your prophetic journey. There's so much more that we could say, but we've we've run out of time for today. But just know that God has planted something on the inside of you that will grow. And there are different ways to hear God. So expect him over these next days and weeks and months to speak to you in a different way. Expect him to speak to you for other people. So thank you so much. Thank you so much for listening. Sunday morning.